0: Hey, everybody. Jay Shalansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com, we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private discord, and much more. So check us out, and thank you so much for all your support.
1: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion.
2: Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Guy in the top right corner and Mike how's up? going everybody i just realized how helpful this is actually when
0: you're both on <laughs> the, the fact that we don't have two mics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's I mean, definitely I guess, helpful i mean i'm used I guess to seeing my name like... is
1: jay recently <laughs> doing it for, for legion 99 but now i'm back to mike yeah there you go lost a little bit of weight yeah
2: <laughs> i guess we could do like like top mic and bottom mic or i prefer right a mike guy in the center top right mike. corner i prefer not to <laughs> no. <laughs> <figure> that. <Yeah. laughs> okay that's fair center mic top right mike um yeah. locationally neutral mike there you go <laughs> all right uh we're going to talk about uh, a few things today primarily we're going to talk about cherokee open because mm-hmm. guy in the top right corner did go to cherokee open and played something um very, very try hard, very top meta, uh, which we'll get to. So, um, super try hard, <laughs> it's <was> great. <laughs> yeah, and the story behind how that came to be is also interesting. Um, what we are not going to talk about today is uh, for those going to the world championships. Uh, um, obviously, there was a fair bit of drama over the weekend about personnel changes and rules changes, and um, we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, we might talk about it at some point in the future, but I feel like at the moment we just don't have like enough information about how this is all going to actually eventually shake out by the time the event happens in a month. So for those waiting to hear about that, um you'll have to wait longer. I'm sorry.
0: You you will definitely hear about it when yes. we feel like we have enough
1: information to talk about it. There's too many pieces in flux. Yeah. And too much unknown. So
2: yep. Um so we'll talk about that when when we can which which will definitely be eventually and we're not going
0: to just like skip
2: it entirely between yes. now and worlds yeah but. this is not us
0: trying to like put it off it just we need we need some more confirmed information i think yes. before we make any judgment calls right
2: all right so cherokee open uh Tell us about Cherokee Open guy in the top right corner.
0: Yeah, man. Uh we drove back from Cherokee today. I was in the car for ten hours. Um, That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, we left it. We left it like seven, and we got back. I think I got back at six. And we stopped on the way, obviously. And we also got like stuck in traffic and stuff. It's a long drive.
2: That's um, so Yeah, where where is Cherokee like specifically for
0: those that are not familiar with? It's in Cherokee, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I I guess for those the don't know where that is because I didn't. Uh, it's basically as far west in North Carolina as you can pretty much possibly go, it, like to the point where you have to from from D.C. We had to drive through Tennessee to get to it. <laughs> um, yeah, which
2: is relevant because North Tennessee Carolina is adjacent to Virginia.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and like... t- Tennessee is west of North Carolina, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. It was kind of weird, you know. Obviously, Tennessee kind of like has like a tail thing above yeah, yeah. North Carolina there, but it's um, yeah, it's pretty much as far west of North Carolina as you could go. Um, it's in the mountains. It was actually the drive was kind of scary. Uh, a little bit like you're like on some like real like ravines and, and stuff. Uh, not a drive I'd want to do in the snow um, for sure. But uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, Ryan slowaski from Stabcast uh, was TO in. It was a wonderful event. Um, we had, I think, somewhere in the realm of like 55-ish players. It might have been a little lower than that, but it was, it was over 50. Um, and I went with, with uh, a couple buddies from DC and we had a grand old time. And, uh, so I played a really fun list that I want to tell the world about.
2: Let's hear about it, Mike. Yeah. Sorry. Guy in the top right corner
0: guy in the top <laughs> right corner. Yeah. So, um, I think I want to set the stage and I'm going to start setting the stage. With a podcast that we had, like, I don't know, eight to ten episodes ago, where I said I didn't know who a guy named Za was.
2: Yep, okay.
0: Okay? Yep. I know who a guy named Za is now. He is Mr. Ewok from France. Yep. Hi, how you doing? My name's Guy in the top right corner, and I'm scouting you out. Um, and I watched a bunch of game tape, if you will, from his streamed games, trying to figure out what he's doing differently than our walk players, because it's pretty clear something's different. Um, yep. The analysis or conclusion I came to after watching a couple games is that um, he's essentially... Using reckless diversion with a steamed leader on Han to basically body soak for like a whole turn for the entire Ewok army. Um, and you have like Guardian a million plus low profile and Chewy, you know, basically making Han pretty close to immune to damage. Um, so we're on to you, Zah. We see you but i wanted to kind of try and put my own twist on that thing and level it up a little bit or try to i'm not sure if i succeeded i definitely ended up with a list that i'd never played before going into cherokee and uh yada yada so i i decided okay if we're going to like put a reckless diversion on a commander with the esteemed leader thing let's 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 try and not even have to guardian though we're going to we're going to that as an option let's just try and go full immune and just make them pummel whatever character it is what character fits that bill jen urso jen urso and let me tell you there are many people after cherokee who probably have a different idea of how good jen urso is after we play it because i reckless diversion Somewhere in the realm of nine times over the course of six games. And using change of plans for the uninitiated. Well, notorious scoundrels. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe, title man.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Notorious scoundrels. Sorry. He doesn't
0: even know what the card does, Mike. What? I literally played
2: I played Han at PAX. My last major tournament
0: I played Han. Uh, It it wouldn't be a cast if we didn't make fun of you saying something that you didn't mean to. Uh, Right. That's true. uh, Right? (laughs)
2: Potato, tomato. Let's move on.
0: Exactly. Um, So, I Reckless Diversion, nine times, roughly over six games. On every one of those turns, Jin basically soaked an entire turn's worth of shooting from the enemy army. She took, over the course of the tournament, a total of five wounds
1: that's pretty impressive
0: yeah and it was also pretty good <laughs> there's there's one
2: thing that jen is good at she's she's not very good at most things but she is very good at one thing and
0: that is getting shot without dying yeah, yeah. and great at being annoying yeah and when you make your opponent have to shoot her and that's the only thing they can shoot turns out that's pretty good um. so yeah the general idea of this list and it was basically Han Solo with Underworld Connections uh, Chewbacca with Protector uh, Jin with Esteemed Leader, Duck and Cover to power up the Danger Sense prepared supplies to get her a nimble dodge on the Reckless Diversion turn and her free gun because why not uh, three naked Ewok skirmishers three rebel vets with a CMO uh, and two full commandos with the sniper. Um, so you have a pretty solid gun line behind it. It's 11 activations, and you've got three... You've got 18 wounds of Guardian before you even get to Chewie uh, to kind of help Jin out if you need to. Um, and I actually have a couple really cool things I ended up doing with those skirmishers that I also want to talk about because... I so round three. I played Richard Lavery, really great player from I think the North Carolina Richmondish area. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure one of those two. North somebody, Carolina area. Somebody will correct me. Yeah. Um, thank you. And he was playing the like eight activation, like all Wookies battle shields, and I thought I was going to be in some big trouble. And it was a very close game but what i did with the ewoks is i actually i think uh they were calling it like french french gunline style basically i i bubble wrapped my entire army in ewoks so that the only thing that the wookies could base on the way in were ewoks <laughs> and it worked really well and you can bubble wrap your entire army with 18 ewoks. It's 18, really 18 minutes is a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially um, since you don't have to snap to perfect cohesion every time. You give yourself way more flexibility with it once the first line gets hit. Totally. I
0: was really surprised with how well it worked. And then the ewoks, like honestly, like he would like kill like half an ewok squad, and then like those ewoks would like take an aim and like kill Wookiee. <laughs> you know, and it, and it was like hmm. Okay. And then the next Ewok squad would, like, jump into melee with the Wookiees and, like, kill another one. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I think there's something here. Uh, The Ewoks were... The naked Ewoks were just, like, you you guardian with them, and then they, like, either go deal with the melee threats, or they just, like, go take the back point. <laughs> it was... Yeah. Uh I mean that's what they do in the the larger Ewok lists too which is fine. Yep. I just was really surprised at how well that uh kind of transferred to this like list that was not really Ewok centric. Um, yeah, I mean I only
2: had one unit in my packs list which obviously the absence of Jin being a significant difference but um structurally very similar with like the full commandos and the vets, and i had i had just the one ewok unit and i found that their role and their effectiveness was very similar yeah. like they were surprisingly good against my i also faced a wookie list and between them and Chewie, and at k2 i had k2 uh but they i got charged by like two or three wookie squads
1: and they were able to handle it yep and <laughs> yeah. Chewie um,
0: just gets in there and beats them over the head
1: yeah exactly um as, as like somebody who plays against like the 14-act walks weekly, um, I've got a lot of reps against the Skirmishers, and the one thing that I've been really, really surprised by is how, since you always play them in higher activation lists, they're very timing neutral, but they're a timing neutral bubble that you have multiple levels of control over, because if you get the first Skirmisher and you don't want to go with that one, you just go with the second, yes. and you just kind of cycle them forward almost like you're cycling a gun line, and you can just essentially keep them alive at all times. You know, you have to make a mistake or get unlucky to really throw one away.
0: Yeah, yeah, th- I they're so timing neutral and they and they made the rest of my non-timing neutral core like i could just like if it was if i needed to go with them early i just didn't go with the skirmishers if i needed to go with them late i was just like well i've got three four pass activations that i can just do whatever with um and i guess that brings us to like this gun line actually throws a lot of damage and it turns out that when your opponent can't shoot you for like multiple turns and you can shoot them, uh, things start swinging your way pretty quickly. Right. So like on turn one with this list, you know, any ranged poke, you're kind of just like soaking up with Chewy, who's got plenty of guardian wounds. And then round two, you're like, I'm going to play reckless diversion on Jin, who you just like move into position, like with, because you like standing orders round one and just double move her where exactly where she needs to be for reckless diversion, drop the reckless diversion, move the Ewoks up to make sure she's supported, and then you just start firing on all cylinders. They either have to choose to not engage you at all, in which case you just take the objectives, um, and or or shoot in. That's those are the choices, and then. You play Scoundrels on three and Reckless Diversion again
1: on four, do it again. And one of the things in the past that has really held Jin down was if you got a bad table or you didn't really have a spot for her to get tanky, Mm -hmm. she kind of got SOL'd. But with three Ewok squads and all that Guardian, you can essentially make your own position if you need to. Because that have got that that guardian eighteen like you were talking about. That
0: was the thing that really like kind of took this up to eleven. Was like normally you're like I gotta kind of put your reckless diversion target in a place that like is still sort of safe. You know, you need an exit strategy. <laughs> you need an exit yeah. strategy. I'll tell you what. On those reckless diversion turns, the last token they got turned face down was Jenner. So it just like she just she was just like yep. I'll take the 12th suppression. Don't worry about it. Like sometimes I moved her up almost to like range two of the enemy army. So that there was just there was no way around it. You're shooting Jin. Get over it. And the Ewoks just move up behind her. They're not going to be able to shoot the Ewoks because <laughs> she's reckless, right? And um yeah, it was really strong. Um, that's not to say that it's like not without issues. Uh if you don't get the reckless off, like
1: uh it 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 turns into a fair fight which rebels aren't super great at nope um so speaking on that i did i was curious did you have to play against a tempest or a remnant force because both of those give you access to pin down and that seems like it would just hard counter this list strategy because as soon as you're at range two there and that token disappears she's she's kind of sol
0: yeah, I mean, uh, there's no doubt that, like, any armor matchup, specifically those two, are probably not super great for the list. You definitely have a lot of forms of critical in, like, Han, Chewie, Jin, you know, the vets, uh, to, like, deal with the armor threats eventually. But, yeah, pin down is obviously, like, very good against that that trick in general. Um, but there's a couple things there. Like, you can, if you're if you think they're going to pin down, you can always change the plans in the reckless diversion to try and get a little spicy. You know, there's some like mind gamey bluff things you can do there. You know, somebody might think you're like, Oh, they're moving gin right there. They're going to reckless diversion me next turn. And then you just drop change of plans and they kind of have to bet on, they got to have to coin flip on whether to play it or like try and like wait for the change of plans and, and make it so that you can't reckless. I don't know. There's a, there's like a little mind game right there.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying it's a be all end all. It counters your list. I was just curious if it was something that you ran into with the six game sample size. No, I
0: definitely, I, I waste, got away. scot free. <laughs> um, Yeah. So uh, I did, I went four and two. Um, I technically went five and one and then played in the final. I'm going to air quotes finals. I, I played the only XO at the end. Cause I got paired up. Um, and i ended up losing that game. Experimental droids are real good.
2: Yeah, we well, we can talk about yeah. that at the tail end of the show.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um but, you know, i uh, i beat some big names with this list and i got to say, and i'm going to just going to put this out there. I'm talking to you. This is a good list. Um Austin, i beat Austin um on in round 4. He, uh Liam down in Florida was like Mike's list is terrible you, there's no way there's no way you can lose to that Austin and, and uh, think around round four in our game uh also it was kind of like Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 because all of my core units and commandos were full health and I had killed like three pike units already and the only thing in my army that had taken any damage was Chewie. And like and like a couple Ewoks died. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I definitely think that like the games that I lost, if I could go back and play them again, I think I, I, part of it was like I didn't know this list well enough yet. It it was like I I I knew th- I knew the tricks like that I built the list to do, but I didn't really like this is the first time i've ever put an ewok unit on the table you know and like i it was it kind of like unclear to me like how often i was gonna get low profile to like do the things i needed it to do when they were like getting aggressive and stuff like that and i i definitely i definitely mismanaged some situations in the two games i lost that if i if i were to go back and like make specific decisions again i definitely would do them differently i don't know if that wins me the games but i definitely think that
1: like um knowing what i know now i would have definitely made different decisions um did you find that the lack of um complete the mission really impacted at all or was the combo of change of plans and notorious scoundrels just strong enough that it trumped all the positive effects of the card
0: i would say the the combination of the two is just way too good you know um I, I did play against a Vader and I just like, I changed the plans in round one and the change of plans <laughs> round two. And Deesh. I was like, you're never darkness descending ever, yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, if you're not on darkness descends, the first couple of turns, like you really just don't want to get it. There's no time Vader. to play it. Right. Yeah. um And so, like and like, history. and like, while I was doing that, I was just like eating the gun line behind it because like Vader's not messing with me. So like, let's, let's just eat the rest of the list um and uh yeah i don't know um it was a really fun experience to like put a unit on the table that everybody thinks is absolutely hot garbage and like have it work um yeah that was my cherokee weekend i had a blast
2: That's awesome. I I really think that, um, obviously Jin kind of takes what that list already does with reckless diversion and just turns it up to eleven. I think there's some merit to that structure, just in general, with or without Jin, and the yeah. concept of using reckless diversion mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, it's possible you don't need to turn it up to eleven for it to still be an effective tactic. Like yeah. I think people have mostly forgotten how good reckless diversion is.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I think the thing that makes it Good. And this is really again what I was taking from Za was that Reckless Diversion is a great card. Even before you like tack on any tricksy stuff to it, esteemed leader makes it insane. Because all of a sudden you can go from you know, oh, you know, Han's low profile strips three chewy can Guardian three a couple times until he dies to you have Guardian six on Han before chewy even has to get involved right you have the ability outside of crits in which case I I mean I think is it can the ewoks uh Dodge uh Guardian crits no they can do it if they're
2: within range one of 3po
0: Right, right. So like, if they're range one of three PO and are range one of Han, they can esteem leader crits. Yes, yes, yes. So like, there's obviously some like corner cases there where you can like set it up so you can also guardian crits without Chewy. Um, but like most of the time, getting dealing with just the hits is like more than enough. Uncanny yep. Lux also super good as it's far good. as defensive tech goes. Um, the Pierce Pierce stuff, I think Han has a little bit more tr- trouble with than Jin. Like Danger Sense Four goes a long way to dealing with like handling yep. the Pierce pools. Like when yeah. you're like when when alls that remains is like one Pierce one, and you're like, yeah, I'm rolling five dice. It feels a lot better than rolling one die and it getting pierced, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, so I think Jin's sort of got the leg up there, but. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think you can get away with most of the trick with just Han. But I think the other thing with Han is it's way easier to keep him suppressed, which is one of my issues with doing it with Han specifically. But if that's like what you're doing with him, maybe you just recover at the end of the turn or whatever.
2: Yeah, assuming that's actually
0: why I was curious. Yeah
2: um which which is and maybe i was leaning too much into this with han when i was running him with cassian but that's one reason i liked cassian is because i'm the following like i found that han would just accumulate a giant pile of suppression and cassian has two cards to deal with that right both his two pip and his three pip can clear that suppression pretty easily so um and i would just like cassian for different reasons but um uh, you know we were talking before the cast about cassian is just like frankly He's not individually expensive, but you kind of have to take K2 with him to make it so that he can do the thing that he needs to do, which is you want to generate two crits a turn with that sniper rifle. And in order to do that, you need K2. And yes, K2 can do like his own stuff too, you know, once once it gets um close, like his his pistol at range two is pretty solid. He can thwack things just like Chewy can thwack things. Um but like for most of the game, and often for the entirety of like a lot of games for all six turns. He's just an aim battery for Cassian. And you've got a 170 point unit basically that throws two dice. Yeah. Uh granted there are two dice that are almost impossible to mitigate and have pierce. Um barriers is about the only thing that works, but
1: it's 170
2: points is still a lot and you can get some beef for that.
1: I, I mean it's so. a Jedi. It's Jedi or it's Commander Luke if you're talking about costs. Totally. I mean like I'm sort
0: of in the camp and again we were talking about this Kind of offline, like I would rather just have two full commandos plus a bunch of upgrades for that cost. Like they're gonna do more damage than Cassie and plus K two will over the course of a game. And like as a gun line, um, if if you just like add them into the already beefy gun line that you have, you know, right. mm-hmm. um, I don't know, uh, and 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 they're not, like, rooted to one place all game, right? Like, they can... The, the full commandos are, like, move shooting, also, like, contesting objectives and stuff, whereas, like, Cassie and all, like, just, like, he sits there, he shoots, like, if... You can't really move if you're doing the two crit every time thing. Like you have to be taking the aim action too most of the time, right, unless you're like getting free aims from other places. Right. But you you need two from K two in addition to the one from Cassian to make sure you hit the hit the money. Yep. I don't know. And I, I guess
2: you could just pay ninety points and not include K two and like be satisfied with one crit a turn. But then that's like.
1: I don't know. That doesn't I, seem very good either. I'd rather have Han or Lando at that point. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. Like um, I just said, I just like said I'd rather have Lando. That kind of tells you what status <laughs> level we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, don't get me wrong, like Cassian's like a good unit, but he I just I I'm sort of the more that I'm seeing these rebel gun lines, they're they're like their units are actually they pump, they do a lot of damage. And once, mandos and vets
2: in particular. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
0: Those two units just are very, I would say, reliable. They like just always at a bare minimum force like one or two saves, bare minimum, like regardless of the defensive deck often, and a lot of times it's better than that. It's closer to like somewhere between three to five. Yep, yeah. Sometimes you just spike a vet roll and you're like, oh six you know yeah yeah it seems <laughs> like, it seems like i found a short trooper somewhere right exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: what is the <this> surge symbol <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. um but i think we've seen over the last like three or four months that lists have gotten a little bit more mobile as we've shifted into more battle forces coming into into the meta into the forefront like we're seeing way more ewoks we're seeing experimental droids as we'll get to if, if we move into these rebel lists as well that have the rd to keep you know, you focus on the one target while you keep your army mobile, it still fits into that same category. And Cassian just doesn't have enough dice to deal with those. And Uh, even if he does blink off the wound to turn that he's looking for, he's so far away by the time that you actually need to get in and do your combat that that melee or that that ranged movement skew is already in position. And now you're fighting uphill and you won't get your aim support for the way in.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I think your point about Battle Forces is, really important i think cherokee was a little bit of a weird meta and that republic didn't even really show up at at all (laughs) uh the 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 republic jedi users there weren't a lot of like big names playing them or anything like that um but the top eight was seven battle forces and jen or so just so we're clear. That hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what What were the seven? So obviously, you mentioned experimental droids already.
0: So half um, of it was Shadow Collective. Um, all pikes, okay. pikes, just straight uh, pikes. fan, well, basically, uh, all, all with, pikes. Was,
1: Kentucky Dan had one black son. Okay. Um, but they were they were Pike Bosk based. They were well. Well, at least Kentucky Dan was. And, there. And there yeah.
0: were. Yes. Yes. One was Pike Boss based, uh, or two were. Um, And then the other one, Austin, was playing Maul. And then uh, Richard was playing the Wookiee Battle Force. Wookiees, yeah. There was an Imperial Remnant by Uh, Danny Williams. Danny, yeah. And then, yeah, Yeah, that's seven right there. And then the Experimental Dress. Yep. Okay. Um, Yep.
2: I I wonder Uh, I wonder if the absence of Republic was just uh because I know this was your mentality a little bit too. Is is most of the top players already know that like Anakin is good, Yoda is good. Yep. Um, you know, Obi-Wan just won LVO. That might be another archetype that's worth exploring a little bit more. Uh but the point is like Republic gunlines built around defensive tech are good. Everybody knows that and this is the probably the last major tournament before worlds so it's possible that that everybody that was bringing that were like all right i don't i don't need to prove to myself anymore that i know what this is i already know what it does i already have all the stuff i need to run it i'm going to see if i can figure you know see if there's something else that's also like worth exploring um, i wonder how much of it was that i don't know I, obviously you were there and i wasn't so
0: it 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 it, it was not 0% uh, uh that that's for sure i mean like i definitely was like i'd you know i i would like to try this uh although i was gonna say i told everybody i was gonna run Notions last week and i'm sorry there were people at the convention that were actually upset i didn't bring them and i, and I apologize <laughs> um but i was told that the list that i ended up bringing was really bad and that it could never go you know I I think we we set a bar that it had to go at least four and and0 before like losing games, which is exactly what it did. Um, to be considered me, you know, letting people eat crow and they ate crow. Um, I believed in you. Yeah, I believed in me too. That's why I was <laughs> like, I was like, uh, uh-uh, we're doing a last minute shift. I was like, Josh, uh, you gotta if you source the minis, I'll play the list. So I actually at that to that end i want to thank josh grimmer and nathan morgan for donating the two halves of the rebel list that i played this weekend I really appreciate it <laughs> um
1: literally none of the models i played with this weekend were mine <laughs> <laughs> i've been there it feels very weird but it's also quite satisfying and they do well yeah it was great
2: it was great um did did you do any, I feel like you, maybe this is a missed opportunity to do some kind of, have done some kind of bet with Josh where he has to like grow a mustache or shave his head or something.
0: I feel like, I feel like, um, I will settle for wounded pride. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, you know, but I, I guess kind of like going back to the like battle force thing and no Republic, I, I yeah, I think that there's a bunch of people that probably would have brought Republic if they were trying to like just win the tournament you know um but I do think that there's something to be said for like I do think the meta is kind of shifting into these higher act mobile uh more mobile gun lines like I don't really think it's shifting like into like armor or speeders really it doesn't it doesn't feel that way to me but i do think it's leaning more into courage two core and special forces that are you know more move shoot shoot move kind of just working around the edges and 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 they're like higher activation like in the you know 10 to 12 range um which, which can give Republic problems. You know, the, you know, high act lists have always been an issue for. Republic. Yeah, that's why
1: I've kind of shifted my Republic plans a little bit. Um, we kind of debated in our Discord the other day, but I've made the Republic gun line a little more mobile, even with the Anakin focus. And I, I just felt like it's necessary because I just, I can't reach the opposing teams if they're always move shooting and, you know, I can't close to three or two.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's, um, one of the advantages to why I think Yoda has kind of like been so strong for me lately is like Yoda and the full arcs actually like lend a lot of flexible movement to a Republic gun line that ordinarily doesn't have access to that sort of movement. You know, all of a sudden you play Yoda's two pip and like the threat range of the arcs goes up like, like, like exponentially. exponentially. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you can, basically move three times and then you what? Know, you're like range six away from your starting position, you can be throwing a full boat, you know. Range five, you can throw the range two pool, you know. It's yep. it's, it's quite good. Um,
1: So, uh, yeah, I agree. So, if we're on the topic of battle forces, do you guys want to talk about experimental droids at all? Because I think there's a lot to unpack about how that battle force functions both as a whole and in the meta that we're seeing now
0: yes the short answer is yes i would love to talk about experimental droids um i think if i could have that game back this weekend i would do some things like like the other game i lost it was like very small things i would change um i would completely redo turn zero for sure i had never played against experimental droids like in like a Super competitive setting, and like, I think if I had had Yoda, it would have been a very different game instead of a very immobile gin list. Who's like, once I plant gin and plant my flag, I can't really go in front of her, which ended up being a real problem. Um, but so I think, I think a couple things the first is. Uh, if you're playing Experimental Droids, you're on full BX Commandos. Yep. You're taking Shields. You're like, you're all in on the BX Commandos.
2: Yeah, don't even, the Magnus, if you take any Magnus, it's like your one last unit that you have to take to get to 9 to 10
1: activations, basically. You've got like 55 points left over, and you just need to fill it. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Though I will say Tyler, who I played in round 6, had a T-Series instead of the Magnus in his list. And it was actually pretty good because it allowed him to have two two kind of command nodes to drop surges on to kind of like sp- give his ability to be mobile away from his commanders and still have access to the surges on the board, which I thought was interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. even like... Not having had a lot of experiments, uh, like experience with experimental droids, with or against it, like it didn't even occur to me that that was really a thing you could kind of do, um, and so a couple of things. So the BXs are big, I think, uh, the the repair droids on the B ones, also huge. They just like if you happen to end up being able to kill a BX droid or two, they just bring them back, and you're back to square one. The other thing is the B2's range, the, the ha with extra dice is actually kind of gross.
2: It's, yeah. You're talking about the range three shot, right? The
0: range three shot yeah. adding like a black white to that pool and they've got surge tokens probably from either aggressive tactics or the T-series. And if, you know, for whatever reason you didn't get an aim with strategize to the BXs, like they also might have an aim token. Like it's like, it's like, four with blast most of the time yeah um
1: and impact if you're running armor
0: yeah it was it was i was actually like huh uh this gun actually feels a lot more scary than normal at the moment you know um and it's really just kind of like a side piece to the list it's just like a cool thing that you can do and have access to if you want it um But I think the biggest thing the list can do is obviously serve those surge tokens to the BX droids. And uh, Tyler was actually far more aggressive with them than my expectation. My expectation was we were going to play a game that was centered around um, juicing up the range five pool and being like completely safe with the BXs. What ended up happening was he uses the surge tokens to go from range five to range three with the speed three move and just deliver like three alpha strikes. And then the following turn just like deliver three alpha strikes and use the speed three to get out of dodge and go in from five to three and just delivering like a sharpshooter attack with a bunch of aim tokens via offensive push and strategize that has access to Pierce if you need it was really good.
1: Yeah, the the biggest thing that you've mentioned is you keep saying like if and or and can and but and this list just has oodles of flexibility yep. with those surge tokens, um, and and that's like the biggest thing you were talking about the five to three there. It also works for objectives that way too, because it's like did you what objective did you play?
0: So. Uh the, the objective flip was not kind to me. I'm gonna be gonna be completely honest. And it could have been like he it was like he had KP, intercept, uh bombing run, hostage in his deck. So, so the last two were bombing run and hostage, and he just he he double banned his blue to bombing run, and I had to pick between bombing run and hostage. I ended up going with bombing run because literally everyone I've ever talked to that has Played with her against experimental droids is like, don't give them hostage. I think I think I should have gone to hostage in hindsight. I think I would have had a much uh like higher percent to win the game. Bombing run was so incredibly silly. I could never drop a bomb without having him be able to like go get it with a speed three move and pick it back up. It was like impossible. Not to mention. He could just double speed three, move, and drop a bomb where I couldn't pick it up in my zone or like defend it at all. Hey, You should
2: not be able to double speed. How do you do in double speed three? Because you can only spend one surge token per activation. Well, it increases your speed
0: to three for the duration of the activation, isn't it? I thought it was just one move. Maybe it's just one move. I don't know.
1: It is just one move. It's increase your speed by one during their next move action this turn. Oh, sure.
0: He never doubles, which, which is, three, which is like still which it's great. Still yeah. so great. Yeah, I just in my head again, I haven't played against this list a ton. In my head, it was two speed, three moves. Um, but like still very fast.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't mean to call you out, it's not the intention here. I, the reason yeah. I was asking about the objectives is I actually had his battle deck pulled up on the side, um, because it's intercept, recover, hostage, and bombing run. Oh, it's maybe it was recover instead. Yeah, it's in almost ZKB. impossible to have a good flip when that comes out if you don't also have a hyper mobile army yeah for sure uh tyler took a 10 point bid so the odds that he was playing this battle deck were actually pretty good
0: (laughs) they were pretty high Uh, i mean i feel i feel pretty good in the recover matchup i think i think like being able to like play to the center of the board as opposed to and just be able to like try and like just with like i'm i'm on 11x like something's eventually gonna have to go into the middle that i can like try and jam up right um I think I'm feeling good about that, but honestly, Alice just has a lot of firepower. I don't think the objective really mattered. Like it mattered in the sense that it sort of brought us closer together. Um, you know, but yeah, you know, we were just happy, go lucky together. Um, Tyler was a great opponent by the way he's got like a B1 mask he's got like this little like B1 guy playing a piano that he put <laughs> in the center of the board that like you know it's, it's not like extra or something he's just like he, you know, he, we can move it if we need to but it's yeah. just like a nice little ornamental thing he likes to do it was great um, but yeah it's just that list just like picks people up and rips them apart um, you know going back to like we've talked a little bit about like the rebel gun line being surprisingly offensively capable. This is doing kind of a similar thing in that, like it's got about the same amount of shooting units. They, they just hit way
1: harder. And you get to customize it. Like you were talking about earlier, sometimes you use the pierce, sometimes you use the extra dice. Sometimes it's the move. You have that, that chance to, to do whatever you want to do. And you don't have to make that decision until your unit activates. Right. So you've got the ultimate timing.
0: It feels very Republic to me, to be honest, like in that, that was kind of why I like, like the idea of this battle force when I originally saw it on paper, I was like, Oh, you get to make decisions on your turn as opposed to like, I move, I shoot, or I move this way and shoot that way, you know, like whatever. Um, know republic's like oh i've taken an aim to help these guys or dodge help these guys and this is very much like you get to do things where other units get to help each other you know um this in this case like with the surge tokens on the commanders and stuff and it's very flexible it's
2: super flex yep yeah i'd be surprised if we don't see a fair bit of that that worlds honestly i think people are catching on Particularly like just dropping the Magnus for B twos, and just leading into the full BXs. I know when the Battle Force first came out, there was the sense that like, oh, this is a Magna Battle Force, and there were a bunch of people trying the Magnus and stuff. But they really just hold it back,
0: in my opinion. Both um, both the unique units for this Battle Force that it seems to be designed for are just traps.
1: <laughs> They're traps. The very I was So I'm primarily a droid player, so when it came out, I was super excited. And then I was like, sweet, I can throw my magnets back on the table. And then I built my first list, and I realized that they were one wound apiece. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be a problem. Because I put them down on the table. I got close to my opponents. They're like, you just took three wounds. Take three models off. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I was like, I just lost a model and a half. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>
2: yeah, I yeah. I actually played against it's real droids over the weekend. And there was a magna unit and it got punched to death by Notions. um and no force Pike by the way just like normal oceans with the extra dude punched the magna guard to death um that was not a hallmark for how the game went generally i lost <laughs> <laughs> uh but it was like a little
0: moral victory um and also a testament to how bad those magnets are frankly. Right. I also don't think the persuader is very good. I know that there are people out there who are touting like the persuader tank and some of these experimental droid lists instead of BX squad. I'm not about that life. I think you just want to go full ham on the BXs and and in the words of the guy in the top right corner, I don't think it's very close. Yep. I agree.
2: I mean the and the snails like significantly more expensive
0: than the BXs too. It's yes. If, if they were the <laughs> same cost, I'd still rather have the BXs.
1: And it gives you worse subjective play.
0: I do think that the only reason to take it, the only reason, is if you're concerned about armor,
2: right? Which and is that,
0: like kind of the one thing that the list doesn't really do that well. It, I think I think the list probably haven't obviously played the matchup. I strongly suspect. Probably really struggles against anything that has dark troopers, probably really struggles against Tempest. Uh, I think it's probably not very good in those matchups.
1: Yeah, I so I've played almost this exact version like four times. Um, and one of them actually was against Remnant in some of the like the meta triple death trooper single dark trooper one. And the game really came down to did the dark troopers save the hot shots? And right. if they rolled hot for one of the two shots, they just clapped your B2 back. And there wasn't a whole lot you could do about it. So with average variance or like one good roll in your favor, it definitely has the tools to take down a single armor piece, but you don't have any pierce backing it up. And your other stuff is just critical or you're hoping to roll crits and you don't have any pierce behind the critical. So you're really not in a great spot. It's not terrible, but one bad roll just kind of tanks your game.
0: Yeah. And I think if you run into anything that's more than one armor unit, all of a sudden you're like, uh not feeling great about this
1: tempest literally and figuratively walks all over that list yeah um but the final point that I kind of wanted to make about it is we've always seen since um like super tax have been out that their their command cards are incredibly powerful and when they came out they really warped the meta with the units they were able to affect with it and this list also just takes the best advantages of all of their command cards and bumps them back up to 10 again know the one pip is great because there's a lot of uh like single orders that we're giving out now with like reckless diversion or anakin's two pip and you can take advantage of that you're going first you're ruining their order control um their two pip makes the bx's like unkillable for a turn because you've got the repair bots you've got the shields and then they go and they recover or i'm sorry the three pip makes them like unkillable for the turn because you get the recover action for it and you've got like six wounds off of that one card and then the two pip, you're only playing nine activations. At some point, you're probably gonna get locked down by an ewok or a Wookiee and then you just walk out and shoot. Yep. If a BX walks out of melee with a with an ewok and then shoots it, it's gonna kill it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it and it gives you the tools to do that. Not to mention the surge crit bombard.
0: Also great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that um I didn't really I haven't played a lot of super Attacks, and I I don't know. Let's be honest, separatists have been in a bad way for a while. Yep. Okay. I'm aware, man. <laughs> <laughs> um and and frankly, when I've seen super tax on the table, it's generally been Kraken instead of Kalani in the past. Uh I didn't realize that preservation protocols actually triggers off his direct. Yep. So it's really three things get disengaged, not two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which, you know, big deal. It's it's it particularly if you're like facing down an Ewok horde, right? Like all of a sudden, three of your units can disengage and fire as opposed to two. Is I I don't know. I I just when I when I realized that I was like it didn't come up, but again, I I've seen mostly Kraken in in, in the games that I've played. So like
1: Kraken doesn't have direct. <clears throat> So that was kind of, you know, anyways, something to call out, I guess. Ironically, it's another situation of the experimental droid's biggest weaknesses, other CIS lists. It's, it folds to ION. Um, like, so if you ever ran into mm-hmm. a spider, the one, I played at a tournament one time and I ran into a, a Biston Cassian double FD. And like Biston shreds the um the bx's if it gets to him maybe that's what's going in my gin list now there you go just, throwing biston. <laughs> just for yeah. this just for this one list but like biston shreds them um if you do ever run into spiders not that you i'd be shocked if you did i'll give you five dollars if you do but <laughs> um you know there's there's going to tear them apart because as soon as you flip those shields without actually getting the block, they do start to become pretty pretty soft
2: Yep. but and they're, yeah. and they're losing actions too potentially yeah. so yeah.
1: So then they're going to lose that that move, or they're going to lose the shoot. So you know, yep. there are things to be aware of. They're just not super common at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I I don't think it's unbeatable, to be clear. Uh, but it is. It's it. I feel sort of like it's going to catch people off guard the same way the black sunless caught people off guard. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm definitely glad, Tyler. Thank you. For illuminating me a month, <laughs> <worlds. laughs> um, and I'm I'm here to, we're here to let the world be illuminated, mm-hmm. in the four worlds. Sorry, experimental droid players.
1: Cats out of the bag.
0: Cats out of the bag. Yep,
2: I do think it's fascinating too how the just the concept of a list can evolve over time to be something that, you know. people are playing it as they first see it is really just not very good and then somebody finds whatever that magic formula is and takes it and just it makes it totally different and that's the case with you know it being like a notionally a magna focused battle force and it really the best way to do it's just to focus on those bx droids a unit that is frankly like not very good outside that context and has been quite bad for a while um but Man, if they ever get buffed as a result of being like not very good outside that battle force,
0: experimental droids is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be tough. (laughs) I I doubt that will happen. I think I don't I don't think they're as bad as you're giving them credit for.
2: No, probably not, but they've definitely been perceived that way for a while. No doubt.
0: I think I think they are bad in the same way that like people thought full arcs were bad, you know. And obviously full arcs got buffed like right after that, but like
1: uh, you know yeah i have died on this hill on my podcast but full BXs are only bad because b1's are bad yeah i i, I think that that's fair and that has held them back for the last i'll say year and a half because we've had the tools after their their buff to to really energize and supercharge them at a pretty reasonable price point but you just have nothing else around them and without these free surge tokens to get that customization you just couldn't compensate for the the crap that you had to fill your list with. Like a, a single full BX and a, a double magna is actually a really killer punch if you pair that with Bosk and a super attack. But then you just have your B1 underbelly, and it just folds to anything else that was good. So it's held it back for quite a while. And you don't have to do that now with experimental droids.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're still taking like two of them, but their whole function is to keep right. the BX droids alive. Yeah, and you've got <laughs> so... those,
1: those surge bonuses, which just turn everything up to 11. Yep. for the bx's for sure yeah all right well any final thoughts gentlemen i'm excited for AdeptCon. um you know despite some of the hoobaloo that we've seen over the past couple of couple of weeks with every i shouldn't say with everybody with some of the community i'm excited to go um i think there's going to be a super wide range of lists that are going to show up there um you know we, we're going to see it at cherokee uh there's i think it's a rocky mountain open it's in denver I, I think leave
0: Rocky Mountain is a week before Adepticon.
1: Yeah, there's there's one that's gonna be in like the Colorado Denver area that's supposed to be like 4 ish plus people before Adepticon. So I think that'll be our last look before we're all forced to lock in, which is on the 15th, I believe.
0: I yes. I will say and I actually you guys might know this better than I do because this was this is Adepticon adjacent. Um and maybe the answer is that we're not gonna talk about it yet. Um but the inquisitor release date got pushed back it looked like and yes. in my understanding last i checked was that the release date is actually it's after after or like on the day that lists lock it's I on it's, it's, the, on the, it's day. the day of okay um and i'm I, I actually have no idea if we've gotten clarification on like we have that, not
1: we have not yet but as we've I, seen we, we have, like actually did we
0: yeah
2: um op amg op posted in the adepticon channel on tld um that the release date for them would not push any further than that and uh that since they were being released before the tournament that they would be
0: legal so okay Okay. um they gave a 100 percenter on that huh that's yes
1: and I, well, I can pull a direct quote if you no, want. No, but no, no, no. Uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm
0: not. I'm not. I'm not. That's not a challenge. That's just me being like, that's a tight time frame. That's all. <laughs> it it is.
2: it is. Um. Yeah. I, look, I'm glad they said something though.
0: I am too. I'm not. Again, this is this is not throwing shade. This is not. I just. I honestly didn't know the resultant of that conversation. Yeah. Um. I. I. You know. It was happening like while Cherokee was going on, and I've been kind of busy so. Uh, but i was greatly in, interested to know the result of it so uh, because i i mean I, I think it was within the realm of possibility that they said well maybe inquisitors aren't legal you know which would have had some impact probably
1: and the one thing i was going to say is we tend to know when this product ships about a week beforehand because uh, yeah. the stores get it early so i think we'll be pretty comfortable by the 10th knowing if if they're going to be out or not yeah barring any shipping delays but
0: i mean i think it's close enough that people that were thinking about playing inquisitors are maybe not maybe looking at backups i would be i would be too i mean that's a that's a
2: painting crunch i know it's only two models but like depending on when your stuff ships you know like if you're getting it from your local store then yeah you probably get it on the 15th and then you depending on when your travel plans are you might have like three or four days to paint which is definitely like enough for two models if you can find the time But if you're getting them shipped and it's a few days after, then you might have, you might have like 24 to 48 hours to paint those models and you probably have better things to be doing in that time period. And like some
1: some people love their models to be painted to a real high standard and that that can be tough to fit in. If you're going to take it to your biggest tournament of the year, you want your stuff to look nice. Yep. Yep. That doesn't give you a lot of time. Yep. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) you're just gonna have nick painted uh yeah they're already being sent to his house
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i am i am one of those people that is a factor for me um i feel pretty confident that if i really want to play them i could paint them up in time um but it's a factor for my other stuff too you know right now i'm still between like three or four lists and three of those lists already have stuff fully painted for that
0: looks pretty good so do the um, kyle waffling memes
2: Yep, yeah. but I, I will uh, say the one that I'm currently painting is gonna look freaking awesome
1: if I can finish it. So I just repainted all my basings <laughs> and touched up the basings, so I uh, I am locked in and good to go. Okay, so it's back nice. in my bag, like six feet away. Okay, nice. Okay. I'm jealous. Would you um, like to tell us what it is? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's like the list right. I've been having the most fun with. That's fine. Okay. It's gonna be public. Right, so right. I'm going a little twist. It's Anakin. Oh, well, it's Anakin Padme, but it's double DC captains. An RPS, two full arcs and Echo Strike, but the full arcs have SA, the captains have SA, mm. and it's Barrier Annie. So I've kind Gross. of skewed, I've skewed the Pike options and just turned them into arcs. Yep. Um, you need the you need the larger dice pool, man. You need the larger dice and you need the Pierce. Like, th- don't get me wrong, the Annie Pike Padme crap is great. You know, obviously it wins. It does what it does very well. I'm not knocking that. It's definitely a better pure gun line than mine. But we mentioned earlier like mobility. I can move and shoot and I can do it really well. Yep. I still get a lot of passive token generation. Um, and you I'm glad that you mentioned the courage two core and special forces because the captains give me that option when I need it. And so, crucially, it's also helped me because they can get six, seven suppression. I can pop the captain and I can still move and tap a vap. Or not 7 Seven. Oh, I'm sorry, they can get to five or, they or can five. get to five suppression yeah, and yeah. they can still move and tap a vap.
0: So I'm curious. Did you consider five of first at all? Just, just like the shell of I, your list is very similar. And obviously not having access to the phase one captains is definitely like a big deal. But like phase
1: twos are cheaper than phase one captains with the so more you know I yeah. did for two reasons that I didn't. Um I love the fact that I have six range four plus weapons. Sure. Um, and I don't own enough arc troopers and don't have the ability to procure them right now. So that's, fair. that's uh, fair. there was I'd... just a model. I'm already borrowing arcs from Nick because, uh, a lot of my flight stands have snapped. Um, and I just cannot get them fixed and they well, just keep breaking on me. So I just totally I just abandoned the, the flight yeah. stands. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, I'll say it right here, right now. If you need
0: to borrow a full arc squad, I, uh, I... I probably won't be using three.
1: Gotcha. I uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I've got. I've okay. I've gotten like 15 reps with it. It's gone. It's gone pretty well. I've been pleasantly surprised. It's got enough dice for the Ewok spam, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited and it's fun. Having full, the, full arcs are are just... having five sa with that uh with the two DCs with the arcs and Anakin is actually pretty gross. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. sa. I think all the competitive stuff aside, when the dust from the world settles. Something's got to be done about the outmaneuver keyword. It didn't just dodge we, spam in general. We've, yeah, I, we've gotta something's got to change. I don't know. Of take it off a of core. you know remove the ability to put it on core units at all. I don't know what the answer is because it's not just the republic list. It's the bike spam too. You yep. know, and it is. One thing that like look, I've been mainlining Republic for a long time, but I played against a lot of Shadow Collective this weekend. And having these like Han Chewy Jin pools that are like two to four dice, where the only damage they're getting is from crits into any unit, it's just like you shoot at pikes and you never do any damage ever. These are like your hundred point heroes, like. Han should kill a pike when he shoots it. You know, like yep. it's, it's, I don't want to be like, oh man, it's stupid, but it's stupid. It's, it's silly. It's not you, fun. It's definitely not fun. Um, And I don't know what the answer to that is. You could, there are a lot of different answers. You could like give Give the um uh, like if you didn't actually want to nerf out maneuver or whatever you could like give people with pistols high velocity or something like that that is an answer that is a route you could take. Didn't I that
2: suggest giving high velocity to uh I think it was Han like you a know. month a month ago or more?
0: You maybe? may have I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely like it's a solution. You'd have to like eradle like sixteen cards if that's the sure. route you wanted yeah. to take,
1: which is fine. But... I don't know. We need a 2.0 anyway, so why don't you just at it? <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, well, that's all for today, folks. Um
0: yeah, I don't know. I I do think that like that's it as far as like balance sweeps go, <clears throat> balance sweeps. Um I think that's just it needs to be looked at. I, I also think you can maybe just like Jack the capo's up to like thirty points a piece.
2: You mean the personnel upgrade? Yeah, yeah. And
0: I like, mean, and then you like, play and Kentucky like, Dan's list.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the capitalist version is pretty is
2: gross too. It look, it's I don't think it's as good.
0: I don't either. But it's like eighty percent of the way there. The difference between eighty and hundred is is twenty percent. Uh,
1: it is, but when a hundred <laughs> is actually like a hundred and ten, yeah, and you know.
0: <laughs> I just, like, I would say, like, a lot of these lists, like, you ch- chunk 20% off the top of all of these lists, and it's, like, is no longer a problem.
2: Debatable. But I, I, I agree with your broad point that dodge, spam, defensive tech lists are, if nothing else, they're very frustrating to play against.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think, and, and to me, it's really... I think dodge spam is fine. I think dodge is alleviating crits is the main problem. Like, not having an, like, not having boss could be like an answer to the, the, the dodge spam or rebel heroes being able to like chip in shots under the dodge spam. Like, you know, one of the things, like, like, don't get me wrong, the Yoda Padme list is very powerful, but like, crits mess it up. Like it has a real problem with crits. Yep. Um and you know, like the Pike Spam and like Anakin Padme and Mike, the list that you're talking about, like with with SA on everything, is just like there I guess you bring high velocity, but like Barrier Barrier kind of handles that for the most part. And heaven forbid they took Kenobi. You know, like you know they cut an arc and put an extra like I don't know phase two mortar in there with sa and just upgrade Anakin to Kenobi and now everything, now now, all your high velocity shots are immune pierced too like I don't know.
2: Uh, well, fun. and all your high velocity shots can have dodges spent against them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have fun, guys. Yeah, because that's the how I thought works I was now. locked in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like it takes the one thing that you know, yeah. I don't know.
1: I there I are mean, a lot of yeah, right. yeah. And it's, it, it's just a very abusable mechanic.
2: It is. Well, and it's because it's stacking on top of everything else, right? Like when you're stripping two hits off everything for cover, like it's it's twice as hard to strip the dodges in the first place, right? Um, and then you just you add barrier on top of that you add possible guardian on top of that it's just it's because you can layer it right Mm -hmm. um all right any final thoughts gentlemen
0: i've said my piece the game game's still awesome i'm i'm really thrilled that even with all the defensive tech even with all this random stuff going on we're still able to find old tools and make them new. That's because yep. we don't have new tools. Stop it. Like. <laughs> Stop it. That's not true. I've been playing <laughs> the crap out of Geonosians. They might not be good, but they are new. This is true. Facts. Um, <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> they are fun to play against. They're super fun to play with and against, I think. Um. But I just like, you know, being able to find new things out of old stuff, whether it's experimental droids or Jyn or so
1: or whatever. There's still a lot of room to innovate. And I do just yeah. want to be clear. That was a joke. For for the listeners, that was a joke. <laughs> uh, all right.
2: Well, we are the notorious counters of Cal. I'm the guy in the top right corner and I'm like stay fresh cheese bags